Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> <laughs> so it was the music. It, <laughs> the music, man. It just like, it, the beat's going to get you. I mean, you know. <laughs> the funnier part about that is I didn't realize that the countdown had stopped. Because <laughs> on my other screen... Yes. On my other screen, yeah. I I had our YouTube channel pulled up. Yeah. And it was it so it was playing twice, but one of them was delayed about 10 seconds. Yeah. So, so I was hearing is, that one. And then all of a sudden you see me do the robot. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this is going to be a great show. It's it will be a great be. show. It is going it, to it, be great. Yeah. What? Uh, I you know, I since we have a you know a guru coming on who about a special Sotmo, guest. Special guest. This is a the first time for guest. us. It first is. time, yes. In, in let's see, this is our forty-first episode this season. That's right. And what did we decide? We had twenty-five in the first season. I think so. Twenty-six. And then we, we had the make, we didn't have thirty. And then we, we had, had a, that long break. Yeah, we had the lost episodes. We had the lost know? episodes. Yeah. Yes. That will never be seen or never heard. seen or heard again. But that's okay. No. That's okay. But yeah, that's okay. So I've been practicing, you know, because we have a stop motion guru and I and wanted to be ready. Can I, want can to I throw his photo up real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, our, our guest, Mr. Kyle Roberts. Look at that. Uh, director and animator. <clears throat> I know he does look all professional there. Yeah, I mean, he's much more professional than we do. <laughs> don't take much, does it? <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> don't take, take much. <laughs> so I wanted I wanted to do this. I was going to have Kyle kind of give me some pointers, see if this. If this is up to par, so okay. Uh, remember, I, I spent you know a whole five minutes doing this, so this is a great production. So let's check hey, this out. Oh, you are a pretty one, yes you are. May I climb you like a cat up a tree? Hover, hover, hover. So that was that was pretty much. So I spent a good five minutes on that. Uh, I had like a whiteboard and I, I drew it all there, and then I I did a casting call for you know voice actors. Uh, I couldn't get anybody, so I had to use my own voice. Uh, I was going to do Wonder Woman's voice, but uh, you know after doing Yoda, you can't switch to a female voice. So anyway. I think I'm think I think I, I'm gonna I think I'm ready for the big times. I, I, I think we should just start the show. <laughs> it's the Speaking Nerdy Podcast with your host, Mr. Mike Silly. And my good friend and compadre, Mr. Ricky Poe. 
Oh man, <laughs> new world, new world. We're having our first guest. I I'm know super it. excited. Yes, Mr. Kyle Roberts will be joining it. us here very shortly. Hollywood. <laughs> Go away, Thank Todd. You, Stop Todd. it. Thank you, Todd, our uh, our Florida correspondent there. Yes. But I'm excited, my friend Kyle Roberts joining us. Um, Kyle actually directed. Um, see the the movie poster right behind me. Yeah, I see the that. one over this this shoulder. Um, yeah. Kyle actually directed that short film. So um, I was surprised how many films he actually directed. He, I mean, I was because I was thinking quite a bit of work. I was thinking just stop motion type of stuff. But man, he's he's nope. done some really good he's stuff. He's done a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, I'm really yeah. So um, what uh, what have you been up to this week? I tell you what, I I've, I've been as you can tell, I've been learning stop motion. So that's been my biggest thing. <laughs> I could tell that motion could tell. stopped for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean it's that was good. Yeah, stopped. I even do a fade in, a fade out. I wanted to put that little professional spin into it. I, so, I saw that. Yeah, I so that was really that. good. Yeah, but besides that, I mean, I just been you know I've been working, and then you know it's been kind of a nice week because we have someone who's going to take the heat off us and do all the talking, so I didn't have to. <laughs> I know the the show prep is so much easier tonight. That's right. Almost. That's nothing. right. <laughs> well, that's normal. Don't. <laughs> well, that's, uh, there, there's that's, that. that's normal. I mean, there there's is nothing. That. So, so, yeah. I, so. I, I have been taking a podcasting course all week. Week. Watch out, Tim Burton. Oh, exactly, Vance. Thank you, Vance. Thank, thank you. I, I've been I've been taking a podcast class all week. So, <laughs> hope. What, I, I find I it. Weird? I find it funny because here we are doing a podcast. And, and I took a class and, and, on and, and right now I, I guarantee you, you took this to your class we get an F so I'm just telling you right now that <laughs> but go ahead I'm sorry to me uh, well I was gonna say my my hope is that we will be able to uh, actually maybe turn this into an audio podcast oh uh, maybe maybe we can look at starting that up next season that'd be nice yeah and uh, see what we see what happens. Yeah, we can kind of a little bit different, you know. Still video, still video. We'll still go still live. Still Facebook, still YouTube. Yeah, it, it'll be an extra thing. Yeah. So if you miss yes. us live and in person, yes. you can watch us. You can listen. To you can us listen, on your if, and if phone. our faces look that grotesque to you, then you can go for the audio version. We got to be better than work. I mean, exactly. Well, well, I don't know. So, get the show started. Um, I think we should. What do we should do first? What should um, we do? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I hear, you know, something's going down. Jason, and we, you will see, still see our beautiful faces. That's what were you going to say? That, I know. I, I got tears in my eyes for what Jason I just said. I heard you say uh, Winnie Wood, which I think means we have a. A Tiger well, King was, update. That was something there. What was that? It was a. We, did it not play? It, no, it did play. It <laughs> okay. did play. Do, do we have a Tiger King update? Yeah, we do have an update. Uh, okay. In, uh, yes, apparently. Um, apparently, Carol Baskins, they, she, of course, you heard she was awarded with the Winnie Wood yes. uh, yeah, property. So the, 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 yes. loss, the lawsuit uh, was uh, ruled in her favor, and she now yeah. owns. The Winniewood yeah. Zoo, whatever GW Zoo, whatever That's it's right. called this That's week, right. that things changed names more times than I know more times than uh, uh, the Tiger Kings had husbands. That's but no. um, <laughs> but uh, so um, so she's so what's so yes, well, she owns it. 
apparently she owns it. And what has happened is that the judge told um, told um, uh, what's his name, Ka- Mister? Um, hmm? No, told what, Carol uh, or not Carol? Uh, I told I, Tiger I, King. All, yeah, all my material's gone. Something <laughs> just vanished on my thing. So that's why that's I, that's why I'm doing this right now. That's I, right. I love it when yes. uh, when windows close. Yes, I know. Isn't it I the know. most beautiful thing? Yes, it is. So anyway, uh, and so who was the guy who was running it for a while that uh, ended up, st- st- well. Okay, not not Joe had it, and then. Joe um, had it, and then Jeff. Jeff, yes. Yes. Jeff, Jeff owned it. Or Jeff was running it. it. He didn't really own it. He ran it. Well, eventually, maybe he owned it. I think eventually. That's a big question mark, and I think that was part of the lawsuit. Whether yeah. he had the right to sell it to Jeff because of the lawsuit, even. But yeah, anyway, so, so yeah, Jeff was running it. Well, Jeff got kicked out, too, correct? Well, apparently uh, what happened is that the judge went ahead and said that he needed to move out in 120 days. Uh, apparently he went beyond that point, and Carol Baskin's crew showed up, and he was loading up, ti- you know, he was loading tigers and bears, oh my. And anyway, <laughs> in the process, they told him, you just need to leave. So they left several bears, some pigs. A uh, couple of lions, and and so he took off. So anyway, uh, it's true. So he had several. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the bottom line, what has happened in this is that uh, in um, I have no material. I'm done. No, I'm done. But anyway, it comes right down to it. She's she's selling it. Oh, uh, she's going to sell. Yeah, the she's going to sell the property. Yes. Yeah, so. so no longer a zoo in Winniewood. No longer a zoo in Winniewood. Uh, apparently, she was very. Um, let's just say uh, Jeff. And and look up his last name for me. Look up his last name because this is. Uh, it's bugging you. It's bugging me. His last name plus. Um, I yeah, can't. It's Jeff. Jeff Lowe. Jeff Lowe. Jeff Lowe. So apparently, Jeff Jeff Lowe made a big deal about you know taking the lions. I guess he was giving mm-hmm. it to another wildlife down in Colorado, and the guy name was Greg. And in a Facebook, uh, basically Lowe said, "I'm thankful that Greg is picking up you know the lions and the bears and whatever I have left over from the Winniewood uh, you know the Winniewood uh, Wildlife Park." So. Yeah. Uh, but apparently Carol Baskins found out that, you know, the situation didn't go that smooth and, uh, and a lot of the animals were roughed up on the way. Of course, this uh, is Carol Baskin. Okay. This is Carol Baskin. And yeah. she wasn't pleased with the, you know, when she went to the Winniewood and she, and she, in the compound, she started seeing some graffiti. Well, a lot of graffiti was left by Joe Exotic. <laughs> and apparently uh, Joe Exotic had some special words for her all over, <laughs> painted all over the place. You know, right now he is oh spending my. time in the penitentiary. Uh, but yeah, so there were some special words there. And Carol Baskins is a, um starts with a B. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that. The, I don't know the rest of that. I so. think legally we can say that word, but we've just kind of avoided that kind yeah, of stuff on our words. show. Yeah. So, so um so, yeah. So, yeah. So I can so, imagine yeah. what he would have to say. <laughs> so, so is that is that everything that's on it, our that's Tiger it. King update? Yeah, apparently since I don't have the PDF, yeah, go right ahead. <laughs> So that was our Tiger King update. Uh, I think somebody uh, ate that. What happened to it? <laughs> so, uh, do we have some stupid news tonight? Yes, yeah, so I actually have the information. Our, our, the, our one thing I want to one thing I want to say is, Mr. You know, Todd, Todd out there, Todd Bessie, who was our Florida correspondent. Yes. Uh, you know, the nice thing about it is, you know, in this story about, you know. Uh, 
you know, Exotic Joe, who is actually, you know, he is a uh, Oklahoma jewel. And, uh, you know, and of course, Carol Baskins, she is a Florida jewel. So there's a connection there between Florida and us. And yeah, it, it well, I don't One know. One of our loyal fans is from That's Florida. That's right. So, um, so yes, yeah, so let's go ahead and start some stupid so, so news while we, we can. I, hmm? I'm, yeah. I'm guessing we're going to have a Florida man update today. I never can get away from that. Uh, anytime I put in stupid news, Florida man comes up right away. So let's do uh, it. It's time. It's the stupid news with your host, Mr. Mike Schilling. I don't know what to do with that. Now, the next word I'm going to say, Florida man. Okay, so don't be shocked out there. But apparently, so a fl- surprised. <laughs> so it's always a Florida man. It always starts off with a Florida man. Apparently, a Florida man, Raymond Stanley Roberts, was pulled over around 8.40 a.m. in a local block street in Florida. Approaching the car, deputy said that they could smell a strong odor of marijuana coming from the vehicle. Imagine that. Imagine that. After writing a speeding ticket, the deputies asked Roberts if he smoked marijuana and when had he done it last. Okay. According to the reports, Robert replied that he smoked the night before and there was nothing in the car. Then he told two deputies to go ahead and search the car if you want. While searching Robert's person, deputies felt a soft object in his buttocks. A soft object is buttocks. Robertson said, let me get that, and he pulled out a clear plastic bag of marijuana weighing 4.5 grams up his butthole. (laughs) (laughs) But that's not all. That's not all. But wait, there's There's more. more. When he asked if he was holding anything else, Robert said no. Deputies then felt another sauce object in that same area and pulled out through his exterior, Robert's shorts. The object was a bag of 27-piece rock cocaine weighing 3.5 grams. Now, the reply was when when the bag fell to the ground, Roberts immediately said, the white stuff is not mine, but the weed is. That makes that makes sense. Perfect sense. I don't know how many times I have to. I don't know how many times I I go in. I was looking for that wrench, and uh, you know, and there it is. You know, Uh, but yeah. So anyway, now, so he started. So basically, he told the police. He said, "I borrowed the car." As if, as if that, as if that explains, was, explains everything. So he said, I borrowed the car. I said, you know, and, and then all of a sudden I saw, he said, all of a sudden I saw the cocaine on the passenger side so when I was being pulled over and I got scared, you know, really? So that's when I injected the cocaine up my butt. Uh, apparently, you know, of course, Roberts has been charged with the possession of rock cocaine and marijuana. Uh, and and our, our guests, our guests tonight... He just seen. wanted me to make sure everybody knew no relation. No. Re- oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> no that's relation to know. between these two, two Mr. Roberts. But remember, kids, <laughs> this is an example why you should just say no to crack. Exactly. Okay. That was crack it on your the- crack is not a good thing. That's right. A little bit, a little bit of cracking 
on the cracks. Oh my goodness! Now the next one, this is <laughs> oh, this one is just right up to Todd's. Yeah, right up to Todd right here. This is uh, uh anyway. Let's 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 a little bit of trouble at Home Depot. Uh, okay. Apparently, yes. Um, you know, when you gotta go, sometimes you gotta go. Sometimes you know, in situations, you know, transpire. I, I, you know, I, I've gone at. You know, the Home Depot before. At the Home Depot. Well, unnamed shopper caused a major incident at his local home improvement megastore when he he chose the wrong words. Apparently, the Home Depot stat. Yes, wrong words. Wrong words. Yes, apparently. What words did he choose? It was the wrong words, my friend. It was the wrong words. Yes, as it turns, as apparently Home Depot staff called 911 after a customer reportedly told them that a man had just made a bomb threat in the bathroom. <laughs> really? 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 Why is this a thing? Why? 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 Oh, that's nasty. (laughs) Why is this a thing? I have no idea. So, as it turns out, the man did make something of a threat, but didn't, not that kind of threat. Uh, Usually, you know, law enforcement will notice those kind of things, but... Uh, we just had a customer in there. Apparently, the the <clears throat> the clerk said we had a uh, we just had a customer here that made a uh, a bomb threat. The caller reported told uh, police dispatch. He said that somebody told me there's a bomb in here and you need to leave the building. And he said it three times. Well, the statement turned out to be rather a rough trans rough tra- translation of what's was actually happened a uh, second witness witness later revealed that the man told the other bathroom goers you all need to get out of here because i'm fixing to blow up <laughs> todd must have read this already and yeah. jason you're right this does sound like a crappy situation uh, oh my man, gosh what else do we have uh, for, for weird and stupid news that's it. That's it. Now we had some. So we had some weird science, right? Yes, we do have some weird. So. I, I haven't decided what to say during that one yet. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Something spacey, I guess. Something spacey. Yeah. Well, let me ask weird. you. It's not, I don't even know. I got I a question for you here. Okay. What do alligators on helium have in common with frozen poop knives? Hitmen who won't do their jobs, earthworms that vibrate at high frequency. What what do those things have relations to, my friend? <clears throat> I have. <laughs> I'm not even sure I understood. Like I understood each word you just yes. used. Yes. But I'm not sure I understood any combination are, of any yes. of them. Yeah. Worms that vibrate at high frequency. Yes. Poop knives and alligators on helium. That's right. These particular topics are inspired by unique science accolades with the 2020 IG Nobel Prize. 
Prize Award. Okay. Uh, now, the IG Nobel Prize Ceremony is an annual event to honor weird science and diverse okay. range of disciplines. The awards are organized by a magazine called the Annual of Improbable Research, AIR, and co-sponsored by the Harvard Radcliffe Society and the Physics Students and the Harvard Radcliffe Science Fiction Association. Now, participants span six continents, and in the in the Nobel presenter still handed them their prizes for their own in their home. You know, right now because of COVID, a lot of people well, have yeah. to be you know. So, yeah. the winner are handed their trophies and a ten trillion dollar bill from Zimbabwe. A ten trillion dollar bill from Zimbabwe. <laughs> yes, I'm One familiar is, with that. Yes. Apparently, this first one is, and I, we have a photo for it here in a minute. Uh, yes, an one of the big winners was a research on bellowing alligators that huffed helium for science. Scientists enclosed a female Chinese alligator in a chamber, pumped it with a mixture of helium and oxygen, and measured the acoustic changes in their bellows to see <laughs> if they could detect a resonant in the alligator's voice that were similar to human speech. Okay. They experiment. Yeah, apparently they got a prize. Basically, their experiment earned them a IG Noble in acoustics. Did not know there was a prize in that. Uh, apparently, there's the other one I'm going to skip down, which uh, one of my favorites before we end this little segment is is a special IG Noble in management went to a group of reluctant hitmen in China. A would-be assassin rat. <laughs> yes. Reluctant yes. hitmen. Yes. Not yes. just hitmen. No, reluctant, hitmen. yes. And a would-be assassin, rather than doing the job he was hired to do, subcontracted another assassin to do the hit form <laughs> for a lower price. The subcontract now, now that is capitalism. Yes. Right there. At its well, finest. Anyway, the sub the subcontractor then hired another hitman <laughs> who hired yet another hitman. <laughs> Eventually, the fee was so low that the six hitman in line decided to talk to the victim into faking his own death. <laughs> the failed hitmen were sentenced in 2019 for international homicide, where he was eventually he was unavailable to collect his prize. And that's that's weird science. Oh my goodness! Well, before we leave science yeah. and technology, I do have one quick thing. So, um, uh, <coughs> Tuesday was the Apple keynote. Did you watch the Apple keynote? No, I didn't watch the Apple keynote. Millions of people around the country. You know why I didn't Apple watch it? Keynote. Why did you not watch it? Because it's Apple. You have an iPhone. That's only because I'm it's pretty for sure you're like wearing that. Apple earbuds right now. Can we continue? <laughs> Speaking of Apple earbuds. So um, they make the big announcement, new iPhone yeah. 12. It looks yes. kind of cool. It's got some really cool things going on. So about three quarters of the way into the, uh, the keynote, they fly a drone. Beautiful shot. Oh, fly drone. a drone. Mm. Kyle, Kyle Roberts, who's about to join us, would really appreciate this. They fly a drone over the, the spaceship-shaped oh. Apple uh, home complex. There's a woman standing on the building surrounded by solar panels nice she talks all about how the uh, the home office at apple is now um carbon neutral no oh, and the, and by 2023 yeah. the entire ecosystem of the company is going to be eco-friendly and uh carbon neutral and as part 
of this grand scheme to to become so eco-friendly they have decided <clears throat> that in the new iPhone 12 you will no longer get earbuds or a power brick because that's eco-friendly <laughs> Only Apple can make not giving you earbuds and a power brick a benefit. I'm just saying, if they had taken the money that they had spent on that shot, yeah. on that segment, yes, they I could know. have given us all headphones and power bricks. So you're telling me, you're telling me they're not including what again? Uh, no power bricks and no headphones in the iPhone. That's better your damn mind. That's right. Yes, that's what exactly. I say. Yes, exactly. Anyway, so that's that's our weird, stupid news. Yeah. I guess that was science and tech, but um, I said the wrong words. So don't worry about it. But it's we okay. do have a special guest. We do. Mr. We Kyle do. Kyle Roberts. Yes. Shall we bring him on the screen? Yeah. There we go. Oh hey, man, he, we lost he, another one. He, he ran away from us. We lost another one. Oh, hey Kyle. Kyle, Kyle, you're muted. You muted yourself. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes we, we can hear you now. That's All a right. Verizon. Yes. That's a Verizon joke. <clears throat> What's right happening? Not much, Kyle. Great, great to have you. Yeah. So tell us. Oh, hey, there's. <laughs> hey, Shannon. Thanks for watching. Yeah, finally I come on. <laughs> Everybody's like texting you. When are you going to be on? These guys are losers. Um, so tell us. We're not disagreeing with you. No, I mean we're no. I mean this is what we do. We we do this show every week, and uh, you know we're we are exactly who we are. So Kyle, tell us a little bit about who you are. Why uh, first, we, why we want to hear about Kyle Roberts? Yeah, I want to say uh, I'm in a hotel room, <laughs> so if it looks weird, uh, I'm in I'm in Dallas uh, for a shoot for Paycom. Go Paycom and local businesses Go in Oklahoma. I used, to, I used to work for Paycom. Love that's, that company. That's right. So why? What am I saying? Tell us about you. Tell us about Kyle Roberts. Who is Kyle what Roberts? Need, what, what do we need to know about Kyle Roberts? So if any of the bold, I'm in a, a networking group called Bold Networking. If any of them are watching, they'll say, you need to start off with two-time Emmy Award winning Kyle Roberts uh, with reckless <laughs> abandonment pictures. Because a lot of times I for, forget that. And they say, you got to start with that, man. Come on. <laughs> so uh, two-time Emmy Award winning director. We are fortunate the last uh, four or so years to get to work with major brands. Get They trusted us to tell stories for them for Lego and Mattel and Hasbro and National Geographic and uh, Nickelodeon uh, and DreamWorks and what, more some other companies. <laughs> yeah. More importantly, do you keep you do you, can you keep the toys? That's I do. I, I get to keep the toys. Where does yes, he get those wonderful toys? Yes, and go ahead. I get them <laughs> from all those companies. Kyle Roberts plays with toys. That's oh, right. Man. And and you know, that's that's my first question. Yeah. How exactly does a grown man get paid to play with toys for a living? I'm that's right. So uh, in that first picture, the picture you just showed is with Donatello, and that was the first kind of big stop motion we did where we recreated the 1987 Ninja Turtles <coughs> intro frame by frame. I uh, love that. With stop with yeah. uh, action figures, and it just <coughs> took off, man. It's like it, it went to L.A. Times, USA Today, Wired Magazine, like all these places just started featuring it. Like you got to see this radical stop motion from Kyle Roberts and his team, and pretty much it was me and Nathan Poppy. Nathan Poppy did all the radical doodle art 
backgrounds that you see in there. Uh, and I moved toys uh, millimeter by millimeter <laughs> at a time for two months and, and cut it all together. And we released it and we did it really to learn the medium and have fun. Uh, and we were just talking about this before the show, but I was in, Nathan and I were in this local coffee shop uh, in OKC, like right after we launched it. And we just kind of gelling and like excited that it was getting shared all over the place. And someone said, I saw that on, I don't remember what they, they saw it on some blog this morning. And he just gave me a big hug. And he was like, thank you. Thank you for that. It brings back so much joy and so much nostalgia from my childhood. And that's kind of what we realized. People want to see this and it, it gives, it gives, so for these companies, Nickelodeon, DreamWorks, it gives their, it physically gives their audience nostalgia. And that's yeah. a gift that you can't, you can't necessarily put a price point on them. You can put a price point on anything, but it's like, it's an intangible gift that you can't really explain. You have to see it. You have to feel it. So how did you, um, how did you get started with stop motion? Yeah, I mean, that was one of our first ones. So we, I saw Fantastic Mr. Fox with my nephews uh, at the theater and we got out and we're like, we can do that, we can play with that. So I got home and um, I made a Wally stop motion for my wife. <laughs> Uh, for Valentine's Day, and I don't think I have. I don't think I have a clip of. Okay, that. I, I did get to watch it. All good. So I, I don't have the clip. In that, if you go to our YouTube channel, if you want to see it, it's uh, OC Deuce Twenty Two Deuce, like the the number, uh, and. It, uh, it, was, it was like Wally meets an iPhone and then he was like freaking out and he's kind of scared and then touches the iPhone and I went to the, like this photo slideshow of us uh, for Valentine's Day and we were dating at the time and thankfully she didn't think I was too weird and it worked out and and uh, we got married and have two kids. and That, that, that may be the stuff. nerdiest Valentine's Day <laughs> gift I've ever heard. Hey, you hey if you guys have any questions for Kyle... Um, type them in the comments down below. Uh, Tiffany, the podcast wife, will put them up on the screen. And Mike, do you have any questions? I'm just glad he keeps the toys. That That's really <laughs> a big deal for me. Now, I was just curious. Um, so what were you doing before the uh, stop motion? What, what was the where did you begin in all of this? Because that's what I'm curious that actually led you to do what you're doing now. Yeah, my um, I I was born uh, on a cold March night yeah. in 1984. <laughs> no, Man, I, uh, I went to Oklahoma Christian, uh, studied broadcast journalism there, and so really got a good foundation, a good fellowship, and everything there. Uh, and then my first job out of college was with <laughs> The Oklahoman as a videographer editor, uh, and did that for seven years. Uh, ended up kind of producing some stuff for us, and I really loved, uh, my boss was Dave Morris, uh, if you guys are familiar with him. Uh, he was a great boss and he was always a boss. I'll never forget this, that we always had crazy ideas and, and to always hear it first and say like, okay, let's think about this. Let's talk about it versus, oh no, you know, no, no, no. And so I was really able to like grow creatively there. Uh, mm -hmm. and during that time, that's when we started just playing with stop motion. And that's kind of where that story picks up during the middle of that, of, uh, playing with Ninja Turtles and X-Men, uh, after speaking, the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, you have that one? Speaking of X-Men, we've got some clips from the X-Men. Yeah, so after there. the Ninja Turtles one, we're like, hey, this worked. Let's keep learning this craft. And we recreated, this is what you're seeing here, the, the 1990s uh, X-Men animated show open frame by frame with action figures. These are all uh, X-Men legends, I believe. Uh, toy, toy line from Hasbro. Uh, and we just did that again for fun. Uh, and again, it got picked up all over the place. Millions of views. Uh, wait, wait. <laughs> wait a minute there. Whoa. Rewind wait. that. Hold, wait hold a minute. I, I want to watch that again. Yes. Hold on. Wait. What uh, is that? Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Professor X? No. Oh, no. No, no, no. 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 What? 
Is that Louis Brosnan? We got, so this is, so in all of our stop motions, even if they're recreations, we try to do something fun, some Easter eggs in there for people to find. (laughs) So we got Pierce Brosnan, we got Michael Jackson, we got Bruce Lee over on the left, camera left, and all kinds of fun shenanigans in here. Because in that shot, it just had like bystanders running away and like, you know, scared of the mutants or whatever. And so we're like, yeah, we're going to have fun with this. I don't even know where you go to get a, 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 a Michael Jackson action figure. So that figure is a Hot Toys figure, and it was like four hundred dollars. Wow. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. Uh, Terrence has a question for you. What is your next project? Ooh, we have a bunch. Um, and we have a bunch kind of in the works. Some we absolutely cannot share. Uh, yeah, I, I understand. Yet. But one that we announced just recently uh, is uh, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Yes. So it's a Karate wow, Kid. Yeah. It's, a, it's a Karate Kid stop motion for Icon Heroes is the toy brand. I thought uh, I had a photo of that, but I guess I don't have a photo for that. It's all good. If you um, on, on Facebook and Instagram, we're go reckless on Instagram and reckless abandonment pictures on Facebook, and we always announce you know as soon as we can. Some stuff we can't announce for a long time, months and months. Uh, but as soon as we can, you know, we always try to get that out there because it's pretty fun. Coke or Pepsi? Coke or Pepsi? Uh, Dr. Pepper. See, I knew that oh. was coming up. <laughs> so, so tell me, um, what is your relationship to this guy, Kevin Stark? Kevin Stark's awesome. So he is the, I guess the like curator, I guess, of the action figure museum. Oh yes, it's right there. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was kind of making it up as my head, but uh, curator of the action figure museum in Paul's Valley. And he really worked with us um, like, so for that Ninja Turtle stop motion. Excuse me as I burp in the mic. Um, he provided all of the Ninja Turtles for it. And those were, oh, were, were, were NECA figures. And at the time, they were really hard to get. And he, he forked out the dough to get it. And then he made a whole, once we were done, of course, like it's fun for him too. And he made a display of it, of the figures and, mm. and some of the background art and other 80s nostalgia stuff. So he was, as far as I understand, I may be butchering this. Kevin, if you're watching at some point, uh, let me know. But he was one of the artists on that original 80s toy line uh, oh, for, wow. for Playmates. So, so if you don't know this, like, like action figures don't just like show up, you know, in Walmart or Target or whatever. Like, there are the uh, concept artists, and then that goes to the next line of per, you know production and everything else. And he's that beginning first phase of artists uh, in in the the late '80s and early '90s. That's a great question from Jamie. Are we working on any full motion pictures, and we are. Do you want to get that now, or want to save it for later? Um, let's save that for just a little bit. Okay, sorry, Jamie. So, we're gonna get back to it. I promise. Um, so, um, so talk to us a little bit about your stop motion process. Yeah, so that that was the studio at my house. <laughs> uh, that's funny. You see the first Telly Award we won there on the left, uh, and that's what you have a, a headless uh, figure there. Uh, that one, I believe. What were we doing here? Sorry, I'm trying to take this all in. This was for um, Viral Video Showdown. It was a reality show um, that I was a star of. No, I got to kind of be on, uh, uh, and they came, the team from LA came to Oklahoma and followed us around. They gave us, we were kind of up against another team from LA uh, that also does stop motion stuff. Uh, and they gave us some tasks, almost like a 48 hour thing. Uh, that was a, a, Ricky, I know a, you've done that. 
That was a, uh, a sci-fi <coughs> channel, right? Yeah, it was, it was a sci-fi show called Viral Video Showdown. They only did one season of it, uh, but we got to be on that season. I got to kind of represent Oklahoma, which was really fun because they, they filmed they came for five days and filmed our team, and then we went to L.A. Uh, in front of the judges, uh, and they, they judged us hard. <laughs> uh, but it was it was super fun to get to do uh, that and be on a you know sci-fi reality show for like what we do you know versus like uh i don't know real housewives or jersey shore <laughs> or something like that <laughs> and uh so yeah, here's a little bit more it's from lego uh ricky did the voice on this this project for lego voltron yeah uh, actually i actually have a clip of that one the legend of voltron defender of the universe you'll have to unmute yourself to talk over it the legend of voltron from ricky pope yeah so nice nice. project that was a fun project to help work on yeah that was awesome and that project for lego that employed about 50 people here in oklahoma city and those type of things i'm really proud of that we get to to do that and do that all here we didn't have to you know fly out to um, la or burbank or anything uh we worked with tongle on that project which was the agency uh and they employed us so we got i'm a celebrity here guys we've got uh calling place behind me <laughs> uh practicing practicing some camera moves for our shoot tomorrow uh on this gimbal that we have uh but um yeah that project was so fun and it was one of the one of the highest paying gigs honestly i won't say a number but th- that we have for a you know 40 second spot um which is so good it's such a dream to work with lego and to do a voltron spot go voltron force uh and it was just it was so much fun from Taj, yeah. most enjoyable yeah favorite project so far uh that was fun I mean, I'm probably going to have to go the, – the, probably the most meaningful uh, post-human project, which was our first feature-length film. Uh, I think I've got a couple clips here of that. It, uh, uh, it's buried some, in here somewhere. Yeah, there's, there you go. There's some. We've got some from that. There's Colin actually right there catching a bullet with his hand. <laughs> so this is like a, a, kind of the movie part of our, of our reel. It's all kinds of short films and feature films. But yeah. Post-Human was a coming-of-age superhero film we did for like $100,000, which is, you know, micro, micro. That's we tried to nothing. We tried to break it down at the time. It was like, I think, like Amazing Spider-Man 2, which is, you know – kind of awful movie but it came out and it's like one shot where andrew garfield was walking down the street was like our whole budget <laughs> so so it did it for, did it for almost nothing it you know connects with teenagers and families uh, it's family friendly uh it resonates with a lot of people everywhere we went it won dead center got to san diego comic-con i won best director at orlando film festival they flew us out to japan uh which is one of the most like big time things i got to feel that they feel like uh they flew my wife sarah and i out and i was signing autographs for three days uh in okinawa uh japan at this comic-con uh which was so fun and it was so fun to encourage other people to get out there you can do this you can make a crew and get out there and produce a film uh if you believe in it uh and 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 in that and then the brochure of that that uh, comic con it was me a marvel comics artist and a dc comics writer and they didn't know who i was but they wanted my autograph because i was on the cover <laughs> of the uh, <laughs> of the of the uh, brochure but it was so fun it was so much fun to get to do that so so talk to me about um how does something like this hey here we go trolls stop motion someone yeah. just commented about that how does something like that come out of this 
So uh, kind of back up to, you know, just we just started doing all that fan-made stuff for fun and started getting a lot of recognition. And then out of, the, out of nowhere, I get a call from DreamWorks. I get a call from, from uh, Burbank. And I was like, what is, you know, what is this? Uh, and this, his name is Alex. And he, uh, we started doing the Dino Trucks one first. Uh, it's basically, he's like, we love your Ninja Turtle stop motion. We want you to do that. We want to do the exact same thing you did with the doodle art and the toys to promote our toys for the, for the show. So Dino Trucks, if you're not familiar with it, I think they did five or so seasons, maybe more. It was a really big hit on Netflix. So it was a DreamWorks property. There was a, a CG, a 3D show, and they wanted it. They had this whole huge toy line, and they wanted us to do that same stop motion treatment we did for Ninja Turtles and X-Men with their show, Dino Trucks. And I was just sitting here listening to this, and I was like, man, like, <laughs> who's, who's punking me right now? Like, this is not, you know, I'm pinching myself. Like, this is not real. Uh, and it was great. It was a great opportunity to, to really work with them. Uh, and they were, they were such a sounds dream client uh, working with DreamWorks on that. And then... What were Colin's doing? This back there. <laughs> Tell Colin he doesn't have to hide. Colin, you don't have to hide. You can come say hi if you want. <laughs> But we <laughs> now he's just being weird. That's, yeah, now it's just weird. Now you're being normal for our show. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but we did the Dino Trucks thing, and that led to Trolls after that because I was with DreamWorks, and we got to work. It wasn't with the agency, and then us. It was working directly with DreamWorks. That's a a time lapse there of me. I think Desmond was helping there a little bit too on that shot with Biggie as this uh, rocket ship. Uh, go kart takes off, and that's such a fun episode that we did. That we shot it at uh, Route 66 Park in Oklahoma City. So that's another thing that I love is we're doing all this stuff in Oklahoma, all the background plates and everything else. And if you've been to Route 66, they have this like trail that's like of Route 66, but it's like a road and it's like this shape. So for a toy, it's like it's their world. It's like their road already. So we sent some pictures of that, and DreamWorks loved it. They loved the idea and they loved the concept. So we did this whole. Uh, it, was, it was it was three like webisodes like two to three minute episodes which still takes a long time in stop motion uh we average about four or five seconds a day and like a uh, eight to ten hour day wow. in stop motion uh so it took us 10 months to do those three episodes and then we also did a which i think someone commented on that i can't see all the comments but uh uh augmented reality or vr virtual reality uh Hey, there we go, Shannon. Uh, VR stop motion for trolls, where you're like in a kid's room and you're looking around the room. And there's all these troll shenanigans going all over the place. So they kind of trusted us as like a creative kind of tech company to um, come up with the first VR stop motion for DreamWorks. Wow, and that was a big honor. <clears throat> Any, Any television, television shows? shows? I cannot talk about that right now. We we are we have some talks. Oh, that sounds like a yes. That sounds we, like a we, mm. It's not a yes. We have some talks and some oh. some major open doors and some conversations. Mm. Awesome. But, yeah. Good to hear. Yeah. Well, um so Mike, you got any other questions? I got a there's a couple other things I was going to play and bring up. No, I just I you know, it, I know a lot of people who, you know, no robot chicken, okay, and that's kind of a, you see some we some we see some of that characteristics in what you're doing, um, and so is, and I was 
I think it was one of your videos that were talking about articulation with action figures because I know some action figures uh, have better articulation than than others. And so, have you ever run in the situation where that you, you have what you have and you have to deal with it? Absolutely. I mean, that's every single action figure, right? Like some of them have like double joints and elbows yeah. and double joints and the knees, and that's great. Uh, so that. Uh, but that is always the challenge. It's always yeah. kind of figuring out, you know, what you have to work with. And, and sometimes <clears throat> it's working on the camera angles and what you have to kind of, especially if you're doing a recreation, yeah, right, exactly. of someone else's work, which is even harder. So to kind of figure it out and to how, to re how you resemble that action, how you resemble what's going on, but still pay homage to that original art form. And that's something we I, yeah. learned even with that Ninja Turtle yeah. one. It's like we have so much respect, you know, for all these animators on these shows of all this hard work that they put into uh, to have this like, you know, epic a animated intro that we all like grow up and, and love. Well, I thought it was interesting in that uh, was I was like I said, it was behind the scenes video that I saw on your YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And it was fascinating to me where you talked about uh, you had to go with a later version of the Ninja Turtles by Playmate. I mean, instead of Playmate, you had to go with the uh, I forget. Um, NECA. Yeah. NECA, so uh, because it had the articulation and uh -huh. so uh, yeah, wonderful. I, I, I love that. Um, and the artwork behind it, I really love the artwork. Work. I don't know who now who does so, the who yeah, does Nathan, that? Nathan Poppy did it for those, and he is yeah. kind of the master at this like doodle art, really bright, yeah. vibrant format that. The whole goal is like maybe it looks like a kid does it, you know, but uh, yeah, exactly. at a high end. And so it just has this bright and vibrant. And sometimes you'd use these like just really bright highlighters, which yeah. you wouldn't really think to like color with. But it just gives it this weird kind of vibrant look uh, that's super fun and super uh, radical. So so a lot of what we talked about, like you mentioned Robot Chicken. I want to mention that a little bit, like because we get compared to them a lot as far as like smoothness of animation. And but obviously our stuff isn't as crude <laughs> as well, Robot now. Chicken. <laughs> yeah, now. And that's something. Yeah. We take a lot of pride in is that yes, whenever exactly. we talk to these companies, we call it radically family friendly. Yeah. Uh, so it's something that kind of has a heart to it, but it's still very radical and really fun. Yeah, I would. I, I don't know that I would want to see the robot chicken version of Trolls. Right. No. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so tell us about Ghostbusters. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, there we go. We did uh, Real Ghostbusters, the show from the 80s. We recreated that sh that one just as a fan-made thing for fun uh, last last fall, about this time. Uh, and at this point today, it has like 5 million views, uh, which is which is kind of wild. Uh, and I just realized that you know, doing that, how big of a following and how, like, uh, intense like these Ghostbusters fans are and excited oh, yeah. about what they are and yeah. share it and I just didn't know that like I'm a, I'm personally a Ninja Turtle fan and X-Men fan and that was a little bit before my time I like Ghostbusters but that's when I realized like holy crow like these guys are like so and girls like they're so excited about this and share it like all over the place and they're, they're actually the one pushing it to different blogs and, and different things like we gotta see this it's so fun you know kind of thing so where do you where do you go to get inspiration what what uh, what do you see for like uh, when you're looking at I got to make this toy do something <laughs> uh, all kinds of things like that Ghostbusters one I think we kind of thought the one thing we realized with the Ninja Turtle one is the theme song also counts right like obviously we're great at stop motion <laughs> you know, like we've we've kind of got that part figured out of how we do this doodle art with stop motion but the song matters you know and that the, the Ghostbusters theme song is great and super iconic and, and we're thinking like okay let's get this ready we had some downtime in between bigger commercial projects and it's like we think we can get this ready by Halloween and that one we did I think in 
two or three weeks. It was pretty quick. We, wow. we got it turned around pretty quickly and, and really got going on it. Uh, and Colin did a bunch of the rotoscoping for it. So a lot of people don't realize even when we do after we do the stop motion, we have all these rigs and stuff hooked up to them. The rotoscoping part of it takes just as much time, if not more, than the stop motion of going frame by frame and cutting that out, cropping that out. Like, like this, this yes. uh, stick. Yeah, so you see this rig behind it, and it's green, so we try to get it close, but you still almost have to go frame by frame uh, behind him, and then you have their hair, and you have everything else. So you have to. there's a lot of touch-up kind of stuff. It's called, we call it rotoscoping, uh, frame by frame uh, in post uh, to really get it. And that's part of the magic. That's, that's kind of the unrewarding part that I actually love still doing it, too. You put on some headphones and, and do not... To, uh, tune out to some jams uh, and just get to rotoscoping, you know, so you might do that for yeah. several hours, but when you actually watch it together, that's what is a big part of making yeah. all this cohesive instead of just, you know, the Yoda. <laughs> was it Princess Leia or, who, or was it? Oh, it was uh, Wonder it, Woman. It was Wonder, no, Wonder Woman. Woman. Okay, Yoda, Wonder Woman. I, had, I only had five seconds. Well, exactly. Uh, but instead of them I mean, just doing that or falling down or whatever. The like, casting, you know, was bad, but anyway. The, there you go. Yeah, I mean, that's actually what we do is we just train them and say action and, and let yeah. them run around. <laughs> so, uh, I... <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say now. Nerd joke. I had something. <laughs> I actually had something to say. What uh, about our next feature? Can we talk well, about that? Well, I was going to ask about. <laughs> I was going to ask about your commercials first. You've yeah. seen a lot of commercials lately. We have. Yeah. So this was a series we did for Hasbro. Uh, we did that first part was from um, Mall Madness, which is a relaunch. This is Lego. Uh, this oh. is Baby Yoda as the Operation version of uh, Star Wars. So they're actually thing. digging out Yoda's bones. Is that what they're doing? Not. <laughs> it's not. No? So so it's not Operation on Yoda, which was as soon as they pitched me this uh we worked with quick frame which is the agency out of new york uh for this and they found yeah. us and, and that was our first project with them and uh we actually just signed on to another project with them um, i was gonna say too but if it was pulling little bones out of yoda it's not because that's yoda, the exact opposite of what they want to do in the series right it would, so well it was like that one episode where there's like the doctor and yeah. the baby yoda is, that was he's it. Like, well, well that's no, the whole that's the whole through line me, of the series be dead yeah, that's the whole through line of the series is to stop them for, from you know working on him and like pulling him apart basically right like uh, you, yeah. yeah operating on him so and that's why I asked him it's like are they making the kids the villains here <laughs> and it's not the case and it's super fun by the way basically they have a lot of just Star Wars themed things and it says on there and even in the, the commercial it's like uh, stop the child from his mischief kind of thing yeah. so on, on the ship he's always he's always messing with stuff and and you know mm -hmm. stopping the ship at one point <laughs> Uh, which is super, super funny and hilarious. But so that's kind of what it is. It's just kind of, you know, stopping him from playing with this stuff. And I think it's a good way for them to get baby Yoda on a, on an operation. Uh, <laughs> Todd, have you ever seized yeah. and knocked characters out of position? Absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of, or sometimes it's not that it's just, you're kind of barely working on it frame by frame because 24 frames a second, which some of them are, yeah. uh, and you just hit it and you're like, and just have to get up. Walk around a little bit and come back to it. And so we work with onion layers. So it's like you, the pictures you, you here. Were, you were almost not family friendly there for a second. I was? I, I, no, no. I'm just saying at oh, that yeah. moment in your life. It, uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> the, the radical side was coming out. We'll say that. Oh, my goodness. So, um, so yeah, let's talk about you've done a lot of live action stuff. Hmm? 
Um, and uh, and actually, a uh, poster behind me right there. Heroes That's one of the of, Realm. Heroes yeah. of the Realm. You directed uh, that uh, that short film. I, I helped edit it. That's why it's hanging on my wall. Yeah, we've got a shirtless Stephen Goodman and yeah. uh, Alyssa and Rachel and yeah. Bobby Bobby K did the the, the 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 theme song for it that weekend on our phone yeah. and send it in and it was, <laughs> that was a really fun project. That was actually a forty eight hour film that we did that um, got picked up like it got distribution. Yeah, uh, which was super fun. Yeah. So um, so talk to us a little bit about you know live action stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of times when we talk to companies, everyone tries to put you in a box, right? They're like, so you like, you know, the stop motion team or like, what do you do? It's kind of, kind of like it all, you know, like I, I love to tell stories and I look at stop motion and live action and 2d and 3d as all different mediums, right? Different ways, different tools to tell a story. Um, so I love live action. I love stop motion. I, I kind of love it all kind of depends on who the target audience is and what story you're trying to tell, uh, what the budget is, you know, all the, and when the deadline is, you know, all these things together, you know, they might say, hey, we have, you know, a 10 grand budget, we need it in a week. I'm going to say stop motion may not be uh, the answer, you know, then, but we can talk about something of, you know, maybe doing some type of 2D, uh, you know, mo- motion graphics project or something like that to still hit all the key things that you're wanting to hit. Now, you do have a upcoming live action project that you're, in the works? Where, we are in are the are works. You? So we are still fundraising. We are halfway okay. there. Uh, so, and I'm just sharing all this with you. Posthuman was a $100,000 budget. This is six hundred. dollars uh, So we're bumping that up six times. It's still very independent, but we have a very passionate crew and be able to do almost all of it here in Oklahoma. Uh, it's, it's a faith-based film. It's a faith-based coming-of-age adventure drama. So and, it's and, all of those things together. <laughs> and before you go further into yeah. that, I know yeah. uh, the the um, the coming of age thing. Yeah, you're a huge Hughes fan. I am. I'm a huge John Hughes fan. Uh, if I would say like John Hughes and J.J. Abrams are probably like my two biggest influences, <laughs> and that's why it's kind of what you see in Post Human is like you know what if. They got together and made a film on like a micro micro budget, <laughs> it may it may look something like you know posthuman project kind of thing, uh, and, and a lot of, with all of our projects, music is is a very important key that in a lot of films, especially independent films, mm-hmm. like not only the score but license tracks, right? Yeah. Like posthuman had I think thirteen license tracks along with the like fifteen to eighteen score tracks, you know, we we produce for it, and all of that comes together that has this uh, heartbeat. You know, for the film and what you're, is the story you're trying to tell, uh, especially for this film, that's a kind of a, and here's the, here's the elevator pitch if you guys want it, but it's kind of inspired uh, by the Book of Job, set in modern day high school world. Uh, so if you want to kind of put it in a box, it's maybe like this weird mix of uh, Footloose and Stand by Me and Goonies, <laughs> uh, all kind of put together. And the reason why I say those things, it's, it kind of co- becomes this like adventure drama where they go on this wilderness trek together and all these things kind of happen to them as they're trying to figure out what's going on and what happens. I don't want to ruin spoilers of the first act and kind of what happens there. Uh, but it's basically them trying to figure out what's, you know, who they are in this world and what's happening in, the, in, in their life right now as they're seniors in high school and going into the next next stage of their life. Uh, and that's kind of what we play with and explore in post-human. We use superpowers as a metaphor for adolescence. So in this case, we're kind of uh, using uh, inspired by the book of Job as a metaphor for adolescence and the need 
uh, is teen depression and anxiety and, su and suicide, uh, which unfortunately is far too common today. And we haven't got any kind of stats, probably a year or so over the last seven months of what's happening in our world. But I could only imagine those stats are astronomically bigger uh, than the stats we had from about a year ago. Mm -hmm. what, what's your, your hopeful production time on that? Yeah, we, so we're, we are gearing up right now uh, to start principal photography in May 2021. Oh, great. Great so that's year. that's the goal. So, what's your next stop motion project? So that would be Karate Kid uh, okay. for Icon Heroes, uh, and lots of other talks are in the works uh, as well. Nothing else you you can't tell us any other secrets. I can't tell you any other things. We've got we got a couple emails actually uh, today and a couple days ago from some big brands that would be really exciting, but nothing's in set in stone yet. <laughs> Mike, you have any more questions? Yeah, um, what kind of a crew i mean you know I, I saw some of the behind the scenes and how many people are usually in a stop motion production yeah so this part is the stop motion part of trolls that sh shot you saw of desmond he's one of our animators sophia is another one of our animators uh and uh trolls i think it employed like 72 people over 10 months uh in oklahoma city which was great um a lot of it was for our live action stuff of really pulling off the plates at a high yeah. level and then we had four animators uh working um sometimes simultaneously in our studio we had two different setups and some would work mornings and some would work nights and everything we could to, to get it done there's dancing baby Groot right there i love that one yeah <laughs> And that's one, uh, James Gunn, director of Guardians of the Galaxy, the day we post it. I don't know if he has Google Alerts or what, but he commented on it and he shared it. Wow. Uh, which was super high praise from, from Mr. Gunn. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> How does, uh, I'm, I'm curious, like some of the projects you've done, like, you know, Ghostbusters, mm -hmm. and now some of those have been like uh, private projects or related to actually clients. Yep. Or now the, tell me more about the Ghostbuster. Was that a client related? Or? So that, that was just us. So we okay. call that just like a stop motion tribute you yeah. know, for, for them. Uh, so whenever we do that, we always try to do everything from scratch, you know, besides yeah. the toys themselves. Yeah. Uh, so we did all the doodle art for the background. Nathan Poppy helped come back on that. And I actually colored all of that one and I'd never done that before. So I'm just patting myself <laughs> on the back of that. But it was it was fun to kind of explore that side of it for, for that one. Um, we also had uh, Sugar Free All Stars and Sean, Sean C. Johnson, yeah. who's an amazing vocalist, uh, come in. And, and he filled the, the shoes of Ray Parker, which is Ray Parker Jr., which is some big shoes to fill to make that yeah. iconic. And if you guys don't know Sean C. Johnson, he's amazing. He's an amazing uh, gospel and kind of like soulful uh, singer, uh, works a lot with Life Church and different different places. Uh, but he, he's amazing. Uh, and he just he donated his time uh, to, to, to bring in those I Ain't Afraid of No Ghosts uh, vocals. And it, <laughs> it worked really, really well. And then we also recorded like My Daughter. Sloan and some other kids to do the Ghostbusters as a group. So it kind of has this just very organic, again, childlike, you know, wonderment uh, in it. Speaking of your daughter, Sloan, yeah. I, I thought I cut this, but I guess I don't. Okay. Um, tell us about the sci-fi kid. Yeah, that's something we did uh, starting when she was probably two or so. It started with just, you know, as, that was our first child. So we're just videoing everything, you know, whether it's on our phone or whatever, just everything. And it started with um, 
I think the first one we did, she had this, she picked up this leaf and was just looking at it and it kind of did this with her arm. And then I was like, that would make great, a great superpower shot. So I had her pick up yeah. the leaf and look at it and then it, it, it combusts with flames. And then she like shoots fire at the fence behind her and it blows up and then she like giggles. <laughs> uh, so it started with just us playing with home video of her uh, and um, just playing around with that. And then, and then as it went through, we started kind of coming up with stories and she kind of helped come up with writing some of the stories and us kind of create it together, which was so fun kind of doing some father daughter bonding there and creating some of these videos. It's called a uh, sci-fi kid. Yeah. Uh, if you find it on YouTube, yeah, you've stuff. got some pretty great compilations. There's a couple. Compilations, yeah. I think there's right? volume one and volume two, as far as that goes of just posting it. And some of it, it's made like Huffington Post and a bunch of, I didn't share this with them. They just like found it. <laughs> uh, I think some of them follow our stuff, you know, uh, after you know posting about some of the other stuff. And then one of them was like, it was uh, Discovery Channel Canada did a news report <laughs> about it, uh, which was kind of fun. Um, now you yeah. did a, speaking of Discovery Channel, didn't you, or was it Nat Geo? Didn't Nat you do Geo. something about bees? We did. We did that with Lucas Ross, uh, which he's a buddy of mine from uh, uh, Oklahoma Christian. And you were actually the voice of Lucas Ross. I was uh, the voice and, of Lucas Ross. And the Lego spot. So if you see the Lego spot, it's like, that's not Lucas's voice. This is <laughs> this is a much deeper voice uh, from Ricky Pope. Uh, but so we, he, his dad owns, is a beekeeper uh, in uh, Minko. Uh, and it has been since like the 60s or 70s. Uh, and so they, they put out a call, uh, Tongle did, to do these like little short films, like docu-style short films for um, Nat Geo, uh, Nat Geo Wild called Wild After Dark. And they kept mentioning they wanted it to be, yeah, like um, <laughs> uh, cartoon, like Adult Swim. And it was like, I don't think you want it to be quite like Adult Swim. Because Adult Swim... <laughs> is out there that's, like we that sounds hideous yeah and so we just talked about yes. the last adult swim thing i remember seeing we we're at comic-con yes. and we don't have cable anymore it was on it's like they were like butt chugging drinks and was like what has adult swim like yeah, cinemax for cartoons yes don't yeah, say butt yes. Yeah. while i'm taking a drink of water no there you go and it was a live action show and it's like what the heck is happening right now so anyway yeah. i'm like i don't think that's what y'all want right like so we took kind of the oklahoma approach to it of, of kind of more family friendly but still fun and, and and funny but we're basically where lucas was the son of a beekeeper is what the the episode was called uh and he which his dad literally is but he kind of and he's the actor of course so it kind of plays this persona of gonna take over his father's business but he's kind of like this bumbling you know buffoon and kind of an idiot uh and then he, by the way he's also allergic to bees <laughs> so like we kind of did this uh five minute short film and they had hired out a bunch of other people to do it all over all over the world uh and that geo told us that ours was their favorite which was Aww. was super fun it was supposed to be this big series of all of them and i, I don't know if they didn't like some of the other ones whatever end up just being like a two or three hour special or whatever one night on that geo wild but ours was in the cut and so that's was a super fun and great client to work for again anything else mike no i'm just actually more an audience here today <laughs> it seems like um no i it's it's amazing the work you do and uh, oh, like i said you. there's a lot of nostalgia to it um you know voltron the i mean ninja turtles i mean the whole thing and uh do you have any that you've you planned? Do you, as busy as you are, do you have any personal projects? I mean, 
that you're looking at wanting to do? Yeah. I mean, What Rhymes With Reason is the biggest personal project we have. That's the faith-based feature. Yeah. Uh, it's something I've wanted to do personally since I was 18 years old. Uh, yeah. And we actually did Post-Human Project first uh, to then do this film. And it's something that I'm really passionate about and feel like God has kind of given me this calling to speak to teenagers and this teen audience and families. And it, it's a huge task because when you ask a teenager in general, it's like, hey, man, you want to go see this faith-based film? They're like, no, nah, like I don't, you know, I don't want to do that. And we've we've known that. And that's when we've been crafting this script for three and a half years now. And it's something we're, we're so on fire and excited about and can't wait to be there on set and to get it out to the world. Well, thank you for showing that nerds grow up to be cool. Yeah, hey, and, and that grown men can still play with toys. Absolutely. Nothing There's wrong Amy, with that. Amy Winslow's my sister. What's up, sis? So I have one last question. So yes. I hear RA Pictures went to space once. That's true. There it is. So yeah, we took a weather balloon. Anyone can do this. You can buy a kit and uh, fill it with helium, uh, and you want a GPS on it so you could track it. But we basically sent that toy TV. You know, I guess it's essentially what the edge of Earth and space kind of thing. <laughs> like it's as high as it will physically go until it uh, runs out of air, I guess, and pops. So you have no issues with NORAD or anything like that, you know, like uh, you know, oh, yeah. mission we control. So to check with air traffic control. To yeah, make we sure. have a funny story about that. I'm pretty sure brother government still follow me to this day. <laughs> the first time we did it, it landed. Uh, I'm not going to say the name. The uh, military base. Oh. And in an artillery artillery zone. Oh, that's not good. So they were so mad at us, uh, and they basically wow. like had they physically had to go out and get it because it had footage, you know, kind of coming down, uh, which <laughs> no one I guess can see or do. And so they I'm sent, guessing you didn't get that back. Uh, I did get it back. They were nice oh. enough to give it back because they, they gave back the rig, but they had to delete the footage. Uh, and so I just asked, I like. I, I, I was a little bit upset, and I, it was funny because I was tracking them as they were getting it because the GPS unit was still on it. So I was like, I'm tracking the government. No. Uh, so I mean, I was kind of tracking them as they were getting it. And then they called me back, and they're like, uh, you know, I'm sorry. We will give you this back if you want to come down, up, down, wherever it was. I'm not going <laughs> to say which which base it is, but if you want to come, come get it. And so I did, and I just said, man, I got to ask you, like, was it awesome? And they're like, yeah, it was really awesome. I was like, dang it! <laughs> <laughs> seeing that footage so then we did it again we launched it from lake arcadia this time and it ended up in shakota so we were just joking we're like probably in carrie underwood's parents farm or something i was uh, gonna say how how far away it went two and a half hours of driving away wow so so you it, can't just decide to do this on an afternoon right yeah it takes a while uh i think it was like it was in the two and a half hours of driving and it was up and down for a while i think it was uh, three or so hours total so it was rolling for that whole time and you have to encase it because it gets really cold really high up there and we did all these they have tutorials of like how to do that and how to do it you know safe enough kind of thing and again you don't want to be anywhere near any kind of airspace or anything like that um, that's why we launched it from arcadia it's kind of in a weird a weird space out there that i didn't know it was going to go that far and all that depends and there's different books we have we have a booklet that talks about that it depends on 
uh, the pressure or the air stream here, but then also whatever the jet stream is, is a whole mm. different. And I didn't know anything about that, but it was kind of fun learning that and learning what that means that it could be five miles per hour, you know, down here on earth <laughs> on the ground, but the jet stream might be 60 and it might be reversed. You know, it might be 20 here and the jet stream might be five or whatever. So all of that is a big difference and plays a lot of factor in how far it travels. And, and you got lucky enough to find it. Yep. But I guess it always travels east. That's what I read. So if you okay. launch it like on the coast, like in California, yeah. it's not going to go into, it's never ever going to go. I guess that's because of the jet stream. Yeah. Sounds and right. so it always is going to, no matter how windy it is here, even if it's to the west, it's always going to end up uh, east. So that's why a lot of people will launch it kind of on the coast, knowing that it won't go uh, into the ocean to get lost. <laughs> well, that's cool. Nerd stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> Nerds are uh, welcome. Yes. Kyle, anything else you want to share with us? Anything? What did we forget to ask you? I'm What's your favorite think. color? I think that's what we forgot to ask him. Favorite colors? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of digging this blue right here. Well, it's a nice my, blue. My watch and I, I like it's kind that. of an Oklahoma flag blue. Yes. Uh, somewhat thunder yes. blue. Somewhat posthuman blue. I do have a serious question. Uh, yeah. Are you thinking about doing a stop motion for like Joe Exotic or something like oh, that? Oh, they're gonna say awesome. a feature. <laughs> no, no. I <laughs> Most mean, people like ask us that. When's the stop motion no. features in no, ten no, years? No, no. Okay. I'm, I'm talking about like something with Joe, you know, Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin. That'd be great. You do the entire documentary in stop motion. I am not going to bash that show, uh, but that's actually Kingdom Media Club is something we could talk about real quick if we can. Okay. Uh, yeah. We started a nonprofit called Kingdom Media Club, uh, and it's the first nonprofit in Oklahoma that's main focus is film and television and to be a fiscal sponsorship. So our first project is What Rhymes With Reason, but we also eventually are going to be writing grants to other film and television that are family-friendly or faith-based. Nice. So it's, it's promoting more uh, family-friendly and faith-based films to be made here in Oklahoma, and the reason why we're so passionate about that Again, I'm not bashing Tiger King, uh, but if you go on to Netflix, the top 10 shows have that top 10 bar. <laughs> yeah. I would say most of the time, nine, if not 10 of the 10 are not family friendly. Uh, and so we are, you know, we believe we are what we consume. We are what we eat, right? And as we're consuming, you know, as, as a nation, as a world, billions of hours a day of content on um, all kinds of uh, SVOD, subscription video on demand yeah. platforms, uh, it's a big deal. Uh, and we say like, if a picture is worth a thousand words, uh, you know, how much is a film worth? How much is a show worth? You know, as we're talking about this, every frame counts yeah. 24 frames a second. Um, really thinking about that and thinking about what we're kind of putting into our souls and putting into our bodies kind of thing. Now, I, I really need a, a honest opinion on this because, sure. uh, wait, uh, before uh, he does this, no, what, uh, our, go ahead. Mike go has ahead. been working on his Photoshop capabilities there you go or are you going to show him your short film well i was i was just going to say i i wanted his personal opinion because i kind of thought i want to get into this so i thought let's take a look oh you are pretty one yes you are may i climb you like a cat up a tree hover 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 <laughs> Now, can I make can I make money off of that, or is it, or I can I, you know, do you see a future uh, that I can go into that? Because you know, I'm I'm always looking for some new directions in life. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. Uh, okay, but, thank you. You know, you okay. know, honestly, if thank you get you. a hold, here's yes. here's here's thank my you. general general yeah. idea is if. Yeah. 
you could talk, especially talk to some brands or whatever, and you get a whole yes. series that's like a TikTok series that's, yes. you know, seven to yeah. ten seconds like that. Yeah. You can do some really weird, funny stuff that's yeah. not an animation, and it's just yeah. them talking, or do Annoying that's Orange good. style, which yeah. we did that for one of our, it's and, Batman versus Iron yeah, Man, so I think, nice. on our channel. Hey, 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 just silly. Kyle, Mike, yeah. just so you know, <laughs> this is available. There you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Now that's probably what like a uh, the three inch like kind of like the old uh, Star Wars and all. Yeah, those I think I think so. Toys. Yeah. What are they called? Funny. Reaction is that kind of what that brand is I called? I have no idea. I don't even know if this is real. Right. Right. <laughs> but but yeah, I think they maybe took a Chuck Norris action figure and, and uh, repainted it. Repainted it. <laughs> yes, that's what it looks like. To I know. Me. I don't know if that's real or not. But <laughs> I I found it and I was like, yeah, this is going on the screen. <laughs> Which is the majority of our show is, hey, I found this. It's going on our screen. <laughs> there we pretty go. Pretty much. Pretty much. Kyle, it has been great having you. I super appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Great. Thank you for coming on, taking the time with us. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's been really fun. Thank you for sharing. Uh, Thank always you guys welcome. for watching. Yeah. If this is your first time for uh, watching the show, we are the Something About Something podcast. And uh, you can uh, you can check us out at SAS Nerd on Facebook, and uh, S and then uh, we are also on YouTube as well. We're on the YouTube's. We're tubers. Yes, we have YouTubes. the YouTube's. The tubes, tubes. Yes, the YouTube's. Um, uh, but uh, yes. you know, we're live here every week on Wednesday nights. Yes. This is our first guest. Yes. So if you're a regular, especially if you're a regular, hey, thanks, Terrence. Appreciate it. <laughs> Terrence is one of our regulars. If you're a regular and you liked the the idea the, of the guest, you liked our guest, not just that you liked Kyle, but you enjoyed having a <laughs> yeah, guest. Kyle come back every week. Come on. <laughs> exactly. We'll just add Kyle as the third get host. Um, but uh, if you like having the guest, let us know about it. Um, Kyle's been our first guest. Um, probably going to be our last guest for this season. Um, because we've only got a, we're only going to have a couple more shows this season yeah, before seems we start like, yeah. season three, and uh, so maybe we will start doing more guests uh, when we hit season three. So let us know, uh, Kyle. Super appreciate you being here. Yeah. Um, hey, maybe in March we'll have someone call in why in the middle of the show while we're shooting and just say, hey, this is what's going on in the background. Real that fast. That would be cool. That would be yeah, cool. Hey, nice. We can bring people on on a cell phone. So yeah. That is, that is an option in the product that we use for our show. But, hey, guys, appreciate it. Anything else, Mike? That's it, man. We just we had a good night. Thank you for joining us. Remember, we're going to be back next week, uh, Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. Uh, and we, wherever Lom lives. Yes, and wherever Lom like lives. 1 yes, a.m. Um, where he is. Is it next week or the week after that we're going to have our Halloween special? Our uh, basically our classic. I don't have uh, my calendar up. Yes, uh, Halloween it's the thirtieth, not, not the twenty first, not next week. It's the That's next right. week and the week after that. Halloween so spectacular, spectacular, yes, spectacular. I don't know oh, how spectacular yes. it'll be. It come it on, might, man. Just, I, I hope it's going to be spectacular. Yeah, I, I mean, only be, only this is the first time like people this. Yeah, the first time people showed up because we have a guest <laughs> has nothing to do with us. It's like I had one comment that says, "Can you take the two boxes away?" And I'm thinking, well, which ones? 
and it was and they i don't want to i don't watch I, Kyle. I didn't yeah exactly so I'm a little offended so that's why i was quiet for most of the show because it was like okay you, I'll, I'll get There's through it moment in the sun there you go yes <laughs> No, it's been awesome, and thank you for joining us. You you have and been a, a great guest, our a great first guest. You are the best guest we've ever had. That's hey, right. There you go. Yes, I'll take it. Yeah. All right, let's do this thing. All right, man. This has been the Speaking Nerdy Podcast with your host, Mister Mike Schilling, and my good friend and compadre, Mister Ricky Poe. Uh, yeah. That was good. That was good. Yeah. It was, was nice good. not having to do all that extra work. I like my, <laughs> all I like just prep. sitting here and listening. Yeah, that's all. Just ask Kyle questions to let him talk. That's what we, we should that's do. That's what that we should every do. week. Every week. I like no to talk. What, that's fine. That's Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah.